around and listen to our song. We can rock this joint till dawn if you sing along. Hey, what goes bump in the night? We go bump in the night. This time of year, the coast is clear to cause a terrible fright. We go bump in the night. It'll be out of sight. We come out for a bite. Tonight we toast to ghouls and ghosts who haunt the pale moonlight. What goes bump in the night? We go bump in the night. Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Lava, they, them. And it's time to be spooky. It's Halloween, everybody. It's two days until Halloween. It's it's almost Halloween. (laughs) Uh, we don't have any guests this week, and we don't have any news this week. Yeah. Do you have any Scooby-Doo developments in your life, Lava? Uh, not really. I did see a packet of, uh, graham crackers that are shaped like Scooby Snacks. Oh. So that was neat. You know, at my work, we sell a a model kit for the Mystery Machine, and every time I see it, I think about buying it. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And then I never do. Um, let's see. Oh, I did watch the last episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who featuring Batman. Oh. Um, have you seen, uh, I think I sent you a clip from it. You might have. Let me see. I know I sent it a crash, so I'll just send it to you from there. It's, um, Velma calls up Batman on the phone. I did see that, yes. It's a good episode. That's good. Scooby-Doo and Guess Who's a pretty good show. I'm glad. I mean, between that and then getting the movies and anime, like, getting some good use out of that Verve subscription. (laughs) Alright, well, seeing how we've done all of the housekeeping stuff already, that was probably a new record. (laughs) Um, Let's dig into some listener questions. Let's start with Charlie haunt your own house neil at magical underscore pride uh if everyone turned into their costume on halloween what would be the best costume to transform into the worst the one you'd want to be transformed into three separate questions there um best werewolf werewolf is good i think i would say we could go back and forth. Never mind. Go ahead. Um, I would probably go with something that's just like, oh, uh, just all upsides is like, you know, the superhero costumes are good mm. as far as like a top tier one to be transformed into. Yeah. Um, that Halloween costume that you made that was just you dressed up as one of your OCs. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm like the broad you, yeah. the listener you. Yeah. I was just tr- sitting here thinking, oh gosh, when did I do that? <laughs> Yeah, if you made a costume of your OC and then dressed up like that and no one knew what you were dressed up as, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my answers for best, probably. Some good ones. All right, what were you going to say for the worst? 
I was thinking ghost. Mm. Only because now you're dead. See, I was going to say zombie is worse than ghost because then you don't even have autonomy. Oh, yeah. That would be, that's, yeah, I would say zombie then. Like, ghosts are just people that are dead, but they're still people, mm-hmm. you know? Alright, uh, which costume would you want to be transformed into? Ugh. I just don't know. I did like the idea of dressing up as your OC. Because no <laughs> one's gonna know! No one's gonna no one know! know. Yeah, just dress up as a cooler, better version of yourself and then transform into that. There you go. Um, alternatively, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is basically the same thing. Yeah? <laughs> Alright, Charlie also asks, what's the weirdest thing you ever got while trick-or-treating? Um, so, I don't actually remember doing a lot of trick-or-treating. I definitely did do a decent amount, but it was, like, in small areas and, like, weird rural uh, North Georgia. Oh, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. You know, one time we just trick-or-treated on Main Street, and it was just, like, you know, generic businesses doing public service or whatever. Right. So I'll probably go with one of those popcorn balls that I hate. (laughs) It's not even good popcorn. What are you doing? (laughs) it's stale it's always stale oh gosh i I feel like i don't remember anything that i ever get uh because i don't have that kind of memory (laughs) but i feel as if uh those little not candy but little um dollar store toys Mm. that happened once like that's a thing that just popped in my head it's like, why? Yeah, I remember, I don't think I ever got it as a gift, but there was one year that, um, it was a couple years after Plants vs. Zombies came out, and then for Halloween they were just like, here's some codes that you can hand out to people. It's a free video game. Hmm. Neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Plants vs. Zombies is a great game, so. Yeah, the original one's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't played anything since then. I, I now, don't. They have it. like a first person shooter series that's gone on three sequels right now. Oh, jeez. That's kind of cool, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, eh, I'm not about first person Plants shooters. Plants vs. Zombies uh, Garden Warfare. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's move on to the next question. We have Fantasy Crest here, uh, and they ask. On Tumblr, I vaguely remember a theory post thing that the reason why Shaggy is all, insert term here, about monsters is that Shaggy is a witch or magic user of some sort, with Scooby as his familiar. What are your thoughts on this? My thoughts on this have changed just by watching this film. Yeah. I think that is entirely true after having seen this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I have thoughts on the contents of this movie in regards to that. Um, it's, I'm just going to go ahead and say it's true. It, it's an, it, that's canon. It's canonical now. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I get to make these decisions now. I own Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 
All right, and finally we have some questions in from Tanner, or also known as Dablobloner Vogelsang at Sparky Upstart. <laughs> you did that really well. Uh, who would win in a fight, Jack O'Lantern or Flabber? Uh, I'm assuming you mean Flabber from Beetleborgs, which I only got from Googling Flabber character yeah, on Google, um, who is a phantasm from the seventh dimension. Um, I don't know anything about Beetleborg, but looking at this, um, I'm the only the only way I can describe him is foppish, mm. a foppish clown. I think I think Jack O'Lantern, a being capable of turning into a literal fireball and destroying a goblin king, is probably better yeah. than a clown. There's also the fact that Jack O'Lantern is. Um, a co-worker of the Headless Horseman, so probably has some form of mystical power. Oh yeah, that's why he can turn into a fireball. Yeah. (laughs) I know Flabber's using too much hairspray. (laughs) Alright, uh, which Mystery Inc. member reminds you most of the babe? Dance, magic, dance. Uh, I'm gonna say Scooby. I could see that. Because I think about, like, that song also plays in the first live-action film. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's a scene with Shaggy and Scooby in it. So, that's my answer. Perfect. <laughs> oh, boy, it's a name that I have to try to pronounce. Okay. Panettiere? I think. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Okay. Yeah. Do you associate Hayden Panettiere more with Heroes or Nashville? I've only barely heard of Nashville, so I'm going to say Heroes, even though I didn't even recognize her name at all. Because... I'll, I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest, when I first read this question, I thought to myself, who is who is this person? Then it got to Heroes, and I was like, oh, her. Gotcha. So, obviously, for me, it's Heroes. Like... Honestly, there is a good chance that I would have recognized her more easily from Kingdom Hearts for being the original voice actress for Kyrie, apparently. Oh, Even geez. though I haven't played Kingdom Hearts 1 since I played every other Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> mm. And Tanner's last question is a very big one. What's your favorite Halloween-themed movie, TV episode, or TV special? I just had one jump into my head, so I need to find it. Give me a second. You can do your stuff. Okay. So I am terrible at remember things like this, but I found there is a list of Halloween television specials on Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. And I was just going down this list and I was like, I don't recognize any of these until suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. So like, Cat Dogula. From Cat Dog. That one was a big one as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also Graveyard Shift for SpongeBob SquarePants, which is like one of the most iconic SpongeBob yes, SquarePants that's episodes. The, uh, that's the Hash Slinging Slasher one, yes. correct? Yes, I believe so. The, Fairly the confident. The bringing, the slash singing. Yep. Um, and for movie, I would say Halloween Town. I would watch. Uh, those movies every time they came on and I liked them a lot so yeah 
there was one that was sort of like a stop motion one wasn't there uh, had like a, a nightmare before christmas vibe to it uh, do you remember what channel it was on cartoon network uh, and typing in cartoon network tv movies only gives me films that are based off of cartoon network series Aww. oh hold on i found a, mo- a list of list of movies aired on cartoon network there's nine pages of this so it might take a minute <laughs> i hope your dreams don't come true oh no <laughs> oh gosh i took a nap earlier today and i dreamt about a long silence while we were looking things up. Hey, do you remember Dougal? <laughs> no? What's Dougal? Oh. I've never seen Dougal. I just, I think Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Huh. It's just like, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's in it, and it's just like a weird hairy dog. Oh, weird. And like, some stuff happens. And <laughs> that's it. That's the whole movie, as far <laughs> as I know. Oh, Kangaroo Jack. Oh, My Neighbor Totoro apparently aired on Cartoon Network at some point. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Spirited Away and all that. Right. Why is this... Why is it not on this list? What's uh-huh. happening to me? Am uh-huh. I being... Did Did my brain get incepted? It's not totally spies la film. <laughs> did my brain get incepted? What is going on? Oh, no. I swear it exists. I'm going to find it. I, scary Godmother. There it is. I found it. Oh. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Uh, we also have um, other things to note is uh, Billy and Mandy's Jacked Up Halloween. I'm bringing that up because it also features Wayne Knight and a jack-o'-lantern that is related, like the jack-o'-lantern head of uh, a person being called jack and using a magical item to create halloween forever (laughs) you know similarities oh man i i wonder how many uh jack-o'-lantern characters are out there who are called jack okay google (laughs) fictional (laughs) (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns jack pumpkinhead is one that immediately comes to mind Believe I just Google fictional jack o' lanterns. Uh, jack o' lantern, the fictional supervillain. Oh god, they're all jack o' lantern, all of them. Yeah, every everyone. I need a list. Wikipedia, do you have a list for me? Jack o' lantern disambiguation. This is the closest we get. Yeah, uh, it's not a very big disambiguation. Um, we have Jack-O-Lantern from DC Comics. We have Jack-O-Lantern from Marvel Comics. <laughs> we have Pyro Jack from Persona and Shin Megami Tensei. And then a couple of movies. Oh, there's a mushroom called the Jack-O-Lantern Mushroom. It doesn't look anything like one. Alright, um, and then uh, the other big one we wanted to mention was Over the Garden Wall. Yes. Because like it's not, it never came. It didn't come out on Halloween. It came out a few days after. Uh, but the show starts and ends with Halloween, and like has that a fall kind of spooky vibe. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones I try to watch every fall. 
Mm-hmm. I should rewatch that. So good. The dog who saved Halloween. There's Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is another good one. Mm. Hocus Pocus is one of those um, ones that I didn't actually watch in its entirety until fairly recently. Because I always watched it on TV and back before, you know, being able to record anything on the TV, like timing it, you would just start watching it halfway through the movie and never know the beginning of the movie. Mm. My mother loved watching Hocus Pocus. Nice. So I'll probably watch that this Halloween also, now that I'm not at home. Um, yeah, that's it for our questions, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we have songs in this movie I could use, but what if I just ended this episode with, I I put a spell on you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm down for that, although I would be so sad because there was this, there's, there's, there's so, so many good, good songs. songs in this. This in movie this. is good. Spoiler alert. I think this movie whips. And I would not hesitate to make you disappear. Forever. It does. I actually really loved this movie. Like, I was, I went in expecting, I don't know, a uh, werewolf. Scooby, uh, Shaggy turning into a werewolf. I didn't get that. It, it, beca- it was, like, really good. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see, what else? You know, like, I didn't get any texts from you or anything from, like, when you would be watching it. So, like, I actually, up until this point, had no idea what your opinions on this film were. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) I actually literally, um, I finished watching it, like, 20 minutes before we started, uh, or before 6 o'clock. Not when we started recording, because we started recording a little bit later than that, but I finished watching it with 20 minutes to spare before you got off work. All right, well, let's dig into it then. Yeah. Uh, this month we have watched Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. Real quick, Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King is actually movie number three that we have seen out of this four DVD set that I have here on my desk and have a second copy of. And if you want to win that copy, just leave us a review somewhere and tell me about it. Uh, and you could be entered to win. No, n- no purchase necessary. We need the reviews. Because otherwise, no one will win. Uh, except for me, for owning two copies of the same four DVD set. <laughs> That's eight DVDs that I don't need. <laughs> mm. uh, what's even funnier, though, is that the next episode we do is the last movie in my four DVD set. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, anyways, so yes, The Legend of the Goblin, not Legend of, but Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. Uh, let's see. It was released on September 23rd, 2008, and it was the first Scooby-Doo cartoon produced entirely without William Hanna or Joseph Barbera. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written, produced, and directed by Joe Sishta, is how I'm going to pronounce that name. Um, I think this is the first time we've had someone do a hat trick on that. I've never, I don't remember it being like that before. Uh, featuring the star-studded voice talents of Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones, Casey Kasem as Shaggy Rogers, Mindy Cohn as Velma Dinkley trans rights, 
uh, Great Delisle Griffin as Daphne Blake, the Cat Witch and Honey Bee, Wayne Knight as the Amazing Kredsky, Jay Leno as Jack O'Lantern, Wallace Shawn as Mr. Gibbles, Tim Curry as the Goblin King or Werewolf Bar Owner, Jim Belushi as Glob, Larry Joe Campbell as Glum, Hayden Panettiere is how he pronounced it? I think so. Something like that. Uh, as Fairy Princess Willow, Lauren Bacall as the Grand Witch, Tom Adcox Hernandez as Sparkplug, and Russie Taylor as the Owl Witch and Tiddlywink. Oh, um, before we dig into this, I do need to mention that this DVD copy that you could win has a magic trick tutorial on it. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this. Yes. There's some pretty decent tricks in there, uh, including one with a rubber band and a paperclip. Oh, my God. Uh, the magician that performed it was Adam Grace. Um, and fun fact about Adam Grace... He was part of the cover of Mad World that was used in Donnie Darko. <laughs> so if you want to see one of the people that did that cover of Mad World that was used in Donnie Darko do some magic tricks, this is where you should go to see it. <laughs> okay, so I, actually I'm going to bring something up real quick. I'm surprised that uh, Mark Hamill did not end up in this cast listing. Yeah? It seems like one of those things that he would have ended up in. Yeah, but I'm also trying to figure out which character I would make be voiced by Mark Hamill. Hmm. Oh, man. Because I feel like if he's coming on to a Scooby-Doo show, he almost has to do a variant of the Joker voice. Maybe the werewolf? Yeah. Take Kim Cur- Tim Curry's second role as yeah character. Okay, yeah, Tim Curry can share. Yeah, I honestly did not recognize any of Tim Curry's roles, even though I knew it was Tim Curry. Like when the Goblin King started talking, I was like, "Let me listen real close." But the werewolf, I was like, wasn't paying attention enough. I guess I'll be honest. Before you said it, I didn't realize the werewolf was Tim Curry. Yeah. I should have. It's wild. But I didn't realize. Um, also, if it's not clear by any of the things we just listed or talked about, uh, the monsters in this one, they are real. They're very real. <laughs> the shirt in this one, it is re- it, it is green. It is not red. Mm. That's important. <laughs> Take note on your spreadsheet at home. <laughs> It's one of the few things I don't have a spreadsheet of yet. <laughs> oh, man. Give me like two months and it'll happen. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's all of our before the movie stuff to talk about. I think so. Um, so we open immediately on the title card and some animations. We get uh, the roller coaster and some monsters as we see the cast and crew. Traditional spooky stuff. Um, and then it fades into the fact that it was like an actual roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's apparently the ghost coaster at the Coolsville's Fest- Halloween Festival. 
canonically taking place in Coolsville. It is. The it first is time, yeah, first time Coolsville's been mentioned in a movie on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, until, like, April. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fred, uh, Daphne, and Velma were writing it. And... Well, Shaggy and Scooby were also writing it, but were they, they got off quicker, because they in the opening animation they were, at the oh. very least. Okay. I, I feel um, like I didn't see them getting out. Well, yeah, because, like, as soon as the next time we see them, they're over there, like, chowing down on food or something. No, they are bouncing on a bouncy castle. Ah, that's what it is. Yes, they are bouncing on a bouncy castle. Fred says, oh, wow, that was the scariest uh, roller coaster at this Halloween carnival. And meanwhile, Shaggy's like, nah, uh, that wasn't scary at all. Which I guess implies that he did write it. Yeah, that does. But yeah, um, so we learned that Shaggy and Scooby, they don't, they don't be scared on Halloween. Nope. Everything is guaranteed to be fake. Yep. So they don't have to be scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see, or everyone sees a poster mm-hmm. for a magician. And everybody's like, hey, let's go to the magician. As Scooby and Shaggy are bobbing for apples. And Scooby cannonballs into an apple bobbing barrel. Yep. Uh, say that as fast as you can. Apple bobbing barrel? Apple bobbing... Okay, I can't do it. Yeah, I... <laughs> uh, and doing so soaks the amazing Krudsky, who was the magician who was walking by. And he's mad. Mm-hmm. He's like big mad about it. And is like, dogs aren't allowed in the show. And I'm 90% sure it's just because he's mad. Yeah, it is. 100%. Uh... Shaggy is, uh, immediately conspires to ruin this show. Like, yes. I'm about to ruin this man's whole career. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's like so petty and I kind of love it. It's like, you, you can't mess with that dog. Uh, yes. So, uh, Kretzky, we cut to Kretzky's show and he's like, like doing the heel move of making fun of the town that's in. He's calling Coolsville a dump, basically. Uh, he thinks that Coolsville, think Coolsville sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says the magic words, Abracam, Calipazam. Uh, and he's supposed to make something appear out of his hat, but when he reveals the hat, it's actually Scooby's head pops out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Shaggy walks out and just removes the tablecloth, revealing a hole in the table. It's like... The crowd, uh, he, the crowd immediately starts to boo, mm-hmm. which, okay, here's the thing. Magic, as far as everyone is concerned, is not real. You go to a magic show to watch Sleight of Hand, to watch and wonder what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but, yeah, he's not a good magician. But what a what a jerk move for this to happen. I don't know. It was weird. Because it's on one hand, oh, yes, petty. So petty. That's great. But on the other, it's like, what are you doing, Shaggy? Everyone knows that it's not real. You're not blowing just, people's minds. Yeah, he's just giving this man a hard time. Yeah. This man, I don't think this man is getting paid to do this. 
He seems mm-hmm. like the type where he he's ca- he calls this it. his career. Yeah, I, th- I think he gets paid at least a little bit. Hopefully, I think he gets like um, birthday party salary. <laughs> Probably, poor guy. Well, I say poor guy. And then Krudsky falls through a trapdoor. Yeah. And Shaggy's like, yeah, see, that must have been where he popped in from. And then the crowd just leaves. Uh, and then Shaggy and Scooby get the gang kicked out of the carnival. Yeah. Uh, and they decide to go trick-or-treating. And why do Shaggy and Scooby keep sh- uh, switching costumes? I don't know. They're shown to be going to different houses. Yeah. It's weird. I think they just want to show off their costumes. Yeah, I guess they were just trying to figure out, like, hey, what would be a good costume for these two for this movie? Mm. Even though they only wear it for, like, another ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, But they end with huge bags of treats, and Shaggy is ended dressed as a ghost, I think? It's like a hoodie ghost costume. Yeah, like a ghoul. It's cool. Like, I think if he put the hood on, he would look like a ghost. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's weird. It's weird. I've never seen a costume that looks like that. Yep. Uh, Scooby is dressed as a vampire. Uh, Daph- Daphne is dressed like a black cat. Fred is Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. <laughs> and Velma is a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, Velma's just straight up a pumpkin. Velma's costume is very funny. Yes. Uh, and Shaggy and Scooby convince him to let them go to one more house while Fred, Velma, and Daphne go to get the mystery machine. And then we pan up to the sky and we see Tinkerbell flying through the sky into Krudsky's tent. <laughs> uh, we learn later that this is Fairy Princess Willow. And we hear Krudsky lamenting that he spent years trying to find real magic. Yeah. Studying everything that he can. For doing all of the incantations, reciting every spell. Yeah. It's like, man, really? What are you doing with your life? Being a wizard. Yeah, trying to be a wizard. We see Willow, who is watching this man uh, rant at his mirror. And it's it's she just messes with him. She um lifts him up with magic and stuffs him in a trunk. And he's like, "What was that?" Uh, she buzz flies around him, and he thinks she's a a bug and tries to swatter her with a fly swatter. Oh yeah. Uh, real quick before we get much further, we yeah. do um this is when we're getting a little bit before this. She accidentally knocks over a book, and then he sees that it's open to a page on the Goblin Scepter. That's right. A fabled wand of the great Goblin King, bewitched by ancient magics. He who holds the Goblin Scepter holds the magic of Halloween in his grasp. And so Wayne Knight's just gonna go get it. Yeah. And then he gets pumped by a fairy. Yeah. Ugh. It's so silly. It's just so silly. Oh, actually, before we continue, I'm going to look something up. Okay. I need to look up the... Let me Google the hero's journey, because it might come up later. (laughs) Guess what? Guess what I wrote down? (laughs) Okay, good. Glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah, I... Oh my gosh, there was just like one or two steps. 
that we're missing from this movie for it to be that. Well, you know, let's go over it at the end of the movie. Yeah. That'll be our fun breakdown. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah. Willow gets distracted while flying, and uh, she la- she's laughing at him, basically, and gets distracted and runs into a wall and falls to uh, the-, the table. And he actually does swat her with the fly swatter. Mm-hmm. And then, after like he looks at the fly swatter, he sees a tiny human person with wings. Yep. Uh, and apparently in one of his books, there exists a spell that will let him steal her magic on Halloween night, and he proceeds to do so. Yeah, it's just straight up, like, magical encarta. It's a magic encyclopedia. Yep. It's like, this dummy has been apparently searching for magic his whole life, and just has these books. He doesn't... He didn't, I guess, realize maybe he hasn't looked at any of these books on Halloween. Well, it's also like in order to cast the spell for to capture a fairy, you have to have a fairy. But there's also the Goblin King one. It's like he he already has this book. He's must but he must have read it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, it's a Goblin scepter. Ugh. He wasn't he wasn't butt mad then. <laughs> He's butt mad now. Uh, but yeah, so he flips through the book to find the fairy section, and it's right after Fang Face. <laughs> um, so let me tell you about Fang Face. Oh, man. Do you want to hear about Fang Face? Go right ahead. All right, Fang Face. I'm just going to read the first sentence of Wikipedia before I start breaking down actual stuff. Um, Fang Face is a 30-minute Saturday morning cartoon produced by Ruby Spears Productions for ABC, which aired from September 9th to September September 9th of 1978 to September 8th of 1979. The executive producers were Joe Ruby and Ken Spears. That actually was a full, like, full year. Stopped the day before it would have been renewed. Yep. Or something like that. Um, Basically, it's just like cashing in on that Scooby-Doo formula. Mm -hmm. uh, Except it's four teens. It's a buff and handsome. Sorry, let me just read the Wikipedia list here of the characters because there's some fun words that they chose to use. Uh, buff and handsome leader Biff, his brainy and beautiful dusky-skinned girlfriend Kim, short, stocky, and pugnacious Pugsy, and the tall, skinny, skimp- tall, skinny simpleton Sherman Fangs Fangsworth. Oh my god. Um, whenever Sherman Fang- whenever Fangs sees a moon, or a picture of a moon- or anything that resembles the moon, he turns into Fangface, who's a werewolf with a big tooth in the front of his mouth. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the four kids drive around in a dune buggy called the Wolf Buggy, <laughs> and they solve crimes and fight monsters. Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, <laughs> basically, so the weird part about this is, Every like the kids know what's going on with Fangs and that he turns into uh Fang face. Fangs doesn't. Oh no. Every time he comes back from being Fang face, he's like, What happened? Aww. Where am I? Aww. Uh and basically anytime they get into trouble, they're like, Hey, look at this picture of a moon. <laughs> and wow. someone Fang face. Jeez. Um, 
There's a Parker Brothers game. Did not know that. Fangface Parker Brothers Wacky Werewolf game, released in 1979. Jeez. To date, Fangface has not been released on DVD. <laughs> oh, Frank Welker was in it. <laughs> Who's surprised? I'm not. Anyways, that's Fangface. He's a tragic character, actually. Yeah, that's so sad. He's better friends. For real. Uh, but yeah, so I have the spell he that he chants to summon the ghost ball or whatever, uh-huh. or whatever. to steal the powers. <sighs> By the fearful powers of Halloween night, give to me this fairy's light. <laughs> yep. And then some stuff happens. Uh, meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby have found their way to their last house, which is actually Mr. Gibble's Genuine Magic Shoppe. Yep. Uh, which Shaggy describes as more Halloween hogwash. Yeah. Uh, the gate Boo opens. humbug. Kind of spookily, which uh, makes Shaggy a little more wary, but they still go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they go inside, Shaggy just immediately picks up and puts on a wizard hat. Yeah. Uh, Scooby uh. makes faces in a mirror. And then the mirror makes faces back. Yes. Um, not the same faces. The mirror does the thing where a mirror's reflection starts animating differently than you, and that's spooky. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Mr. Gibbles, uh, who has the most recognizable voice of all of our guest characters in this. Mm-hmm. Like, Wayne Knight is like... If you know it's Wayne Knight, you're going to recognize that as Wayne Knight. Mm. Uh, but this is Wallace Shawn. There is no disguising that this is Wallace Shawn. <laughs> and he's like a really friendly uh, wizard salesman. <laughs> he sells wizards. He's <laughs> uh, lightning, but then he shows up and he's like, hey, uh, welcome to a place where the magic is real at prices that are unreal. <laughs> And they try to trick-or-treat him, and he chooses trick. Yep. And then we get a musical number about spooky stuff and buying magic. Yep. Uh, and then Fairy Princess Willow shows up and is like, hey, bad things. Her powers have been stolen. Gibbles needs to close the shop. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. No. No. It's, it's Halloween night. It's the only time he really gets to hang out on the Earth realm, yep. as we learn. Uh, so Shaggy and Scooby are trying to leave when they're hearing the story, um, but then Kredsky blasts in the door and immediately uses the mirror from before. He just like sees the mirror and is like, uh, hey mirror, show me where that fairy I'm looking for is at. Yeah. And the mirror is like, yeah, I'm a narc. <laughs> uh, Willow's just like, man, all of you humans are just power hungry fools. And Kretzky's just like, yeah, isn't it great? And then puts her in a spell ball. Yeah. Gibble tries to stop Kretzky. He gets turned into a rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then Kretzky steals a bunch of stuff from the shop and then flies away. Yeah, destroying most of the house by flying through the roof. Yes. Uh, uh, so Bunny Gibble pulls out a magic ball. Mm-hmm. 
and shows Shaggy and Scooby the future, yep. the current future, uh, which shows us a scene where the rest of the gang gets turned into monsters by a goblin-looking Krudsky. Yep. And Shaggy and Scooby are like, let me guess, we're going to have to go on a dangerous quest <laughs> to save the future because the future's not permanent. Fine, we'll do it. Yep. Um, uh, Kibble. Krudsky's... Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say is that Krudsky's plan is currently to get the scepter mm -hmm. so that he has both light and dark magic, yep. which would cause permanent Halloween and everyone would become monsters. Yep. So the quest is travel to the land of Halloween spirits, find the hidden castle of the Goblin King, yep. sneak in, steal the scepter, and get back before midnight. And this is all delivered to us by Gibble. Which is what I was going to say. It was like all the exposition. He gives them some magic cards. God, I love these cards. I wish there was more of them. I wish we get these cards more often. Yeah? This is such a fun gimmick. It is. It's like these magic cards is like they could give them anything, apparently. Shaggy yeah, it's just like a deck of many things. It's like a wishing card. Kind of? Well, no, it's like every deck has a spell, every card has a spell on it, and then Shaggy just has to read the spell out, and then it casts it. Gotcha. Um, um, which is why the first one is Demented Disguises. Right. And they turn into uh, monstrous looking creatures. Mm hmm And they don't, like, freak out. They're just like, hey, look, we look spooky. Yep. Because they know it's fake. <laughs> well, at this point, I don't think it's because they know it's fake. No, no, like, no. this is... Uh, what I mean is, is they know they're them. Okay. They're each other. All right. No, they know their disguises, I should say. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it that, but there is precedent yeah. for one of them accidentally wearing a sheet and it scaring the other That's one. That's very true. That's happened before many times. Um, Meanwhile. Like, I would call this, like, piece of evidence number one that Shaggy is a magic user. Yep. Shaggy... I think Shaggy's mom might be a witch. <laughs> and his great-grandfather was a Civil War veteran. <laughs> um, uh, so a monster train shows up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they don't get back by sunrise. They're trapped there forever. And also, they don't know how to get back. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get put on the skeleton train to Halloween Town. Yep. So the train flies off into the night. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really neat. It's a one of those CGI trains that are uh, CGI items that are made to look 2D. Um, yeah. I do, the effect is do really want to point out that it comes out from the ground and then flies through the air. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I thought it was going to be like a cool skeleton train to hell. <laughs> but no, it just like goes through the clouds afterwards. Yeah. They... Shaggy and Scooby end up in the ghost cart. Like, there's just a whole bunch of ghosts. Mm -hmm. And Shaggy uh, pu starts pulling the emergency stop. Which, hmm. Uh, the train falls to the... Uh, breaks on, you know, no rails. Yeah. And then falls to the ground uh, before landing. Like, and by fall, I mean it just drops. But it doesn't crash. Not really. Yeah, it just moves down vertically. Yeah. 
So they they land in front of a graveyard. Yep. It's a graveyard. It's a graveyard. And they start kissing the ground and a person comes up. It's just like a man Mm -hmm. is like, hey, what are you doing near my graveyard? Yep. Turns out he's a werewolf. Yep. Um, So actually, this this scene's very fun. It is very fun. Uh, (laughs) So Scooby hides in Shaggy's shirt, right? Yeah, he's like scared of a werewolf, so he's hiding behind Shaggy inside his shirt. Yep. Uh, And Shaggy's just like immediately like, hey, man don't need to be spooky to a fellow werewolf and i'm like is this a call back to the reluctant werewolf no nope. are we getting continuity and <laughs> shaggy proceeds to pull his arms and head inside of his shirt and then scooby pops his arms and head out and like his fur is ruffled up on end to make it look more like a wolf <laughs> um and then scooby sells the heck out of being a werewolf yep he starts growling. He, just, like, he stares this wolfman in the face and is like, Urgh. Yeah. Uh, the werewolf um, is immediately like, Oh, a fellow werewolf, I see. And, you know, invites him into the graveyard, which is apparently a bar. Yeah, it's a, I call it a monster speakeasy. It has it like sort of, we need to hide this from the goblin cops <laughs> type of vibe. Yeah, basically. The fake dialogue for some of the monsters down there is very good. There's a scene with some vampires talking. One of them is just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yes. Bleh, 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 And there's, bleh. And then we cut to uh, some ghosts talking and it's boo, 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 boo. It's so funny. <laughs> and then Shaggy just walks up to the bar and he's like, all right, let's try to fit in. Sees a Medusa and is like, what's a spooky ghoul or what's a ghoul like you doing in a spooky place like this? <laughs> and I'm like, I Shaggy has to have been in a situation with real monsters before in order for him to try to like try to drop a pickup line on a Medusa. Yep. Well, I think she doesn't appear to be a Medusa. Like her hair is like she looks regular. She looks like a regular person. Yes. But like he does still call her a ghoul. Yeah. Like this is in the way Shaggy and Scooby act in this film is almost exactly like how they act in Ghoul School. Yeah. Where they're like, it's a little spooky at first, and then they're just like, yeah, we're hanging out with a ghost and a werewolf. What's going on? Yeah. It. My best friend's got a pet dragon. Yeah. It honestly, thinking about it, it's like, I think they, it's not Red Shirt Shaggy, but it's gotta be. Like, it's, it feels like it should be. Like, in the past, he has been uh, the the gym teacher for a, a, a ghoul school before. He's got that attitude where he's just like, yeah, I guess this is happening now. I think it's got to be that Shaggy has, like, is comes from magic. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, and you know what? And the reason why Shaggy's afraid of the rest of the monsters they fight is that he knows they're real people. And real people will kill you. Yeah. They don't follow magic rules. No. Huh. Uh, We're learning some fun stuff today. Yeah. So there's a pretty pretty good song in this bar. Yeah. And like Shaggy and Scooby are like, let's join in. Let's just join in on this musical number. Yep. 
let's go. And then he, at the end of the song, Shaggy, like, belts out a sign. like, does anyone know the way to the Goblin King? <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then leaves. Uh, scatter. <laughs> uh, was uh. it something I said, Shaggy says? And uh, two goblins show up. Yes, these. This is Glob and Glum. I don't know which one's which. I don't think it matters. They are always in the same scenes. Their names never actually ever come up. No, I don't think anyone ever says their names. They do not. Um, but the Goblin Patrol shows up, and they're like, "Someone said the Goblin King, and no one's allowed to say the Goblin King." Hey, you just said the Goblin King. Ba 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 ba. And they bicker. Um, but then they. Start corner Shaggy and Scooby still. And then we get a wise cracking jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and this this disembodied jack-o'-lantern full-on intimidates these punks. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait till we tell the Goblin King on you. Hey, you just said the Goblin King. <laughs> uh, I really love Jack because the animation style really works with pumpkin uh, pumpkin carved eyes yeah and like they wrote him well yeah it's not just a joke character yeah he's a joking character but that's not really the be-all end-all yeah like it works he's written like poe dameron from the current star wars trilogy he is (laughs) um and like, I don't know notice that it's ever Jay Leno because it's a different voice than I'm used to from Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. Like I'm used to the parody of Jay Leno. That's like, hey, I'm a P. I'm Jay Leno. Hey, yeah. Um, and this is that. like a smooth talking guy. Like, who's this man? <laughs> um, and is immediately like, hey, I can't believe you two fools took on the Goblin Patrol like that. <laughs> um, I'd love to help you out, but I. I only have until my candle burns out to get my Halloween on. <laughs> and then the Headless Horseman shows up. Yep. And Jack's like, I hate working with this guy. Yep. <laughs> they they run for it. Uh, mm-hmm. with and the- Shaggy and Scooby are like, immediately are like, Shaggy runs back to grab Jack and then bounces. Yeah. Like, Shaggy's not gonna let this disembodied pumpkin stick around. Like, be forced to stick around with someone he doesn't like. Like, at this point, Shaggy and Scooby are like, yeah, we're just in Monster Town again, I guess. Yep. And they they are not hesitating at any point other than being scared of someone who might kill them. Yeah. And, uh, the horseman does attempt to kill them, or at least behead them. Yeah, he does have a sword, and he does use it to kill an entire pumpkin patch where they were hiding. Yes. Um, so the horseman, uh, is chasing after them shaggy uses some of his magic cards to try to yes, figure so out a way to stop him. i have a list go right ahead uh he hands the first one to scooby who casts a shield of safety and it summons a shield bearer who gets very scared of the horseman and runs away <laughs> so then shaggy casts wall of gnome <laughs> which summons three gnomes yep who also gets and that scared. does nothing they don't get scared and run away, though. They just get scared and then the horseman jumps over them. Oh, yeah. Or something. Like, they don't... Nothing really comes of these gnomes. <laughs> They're just there now. They're just there. Uh, for, like, the next 30 seconds or whatever. 
Uh, he cast Force of Flowers, which just makes some flowers happen. Clown Calamity, which turns the horseman into a clown. Oh my gosh, so I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. You say Force of Flowers? Mm-hmm. I thought he said Horse of Flowers. Because oh. the horse turns into flowers for a moment. Oh, maybe, <laughs> because the next spell is Baby on a Frog. <laughs> And that is my favorite spell ever. It turns into a baby on a frog. It is so good. It's like one of those Yu-Gi-Oh cards that when you see it, you're like, that's gotta be fake, right? And then it's not. It's- There's a real card called Baby on a Frog. <laughs> it's like right up there with Danger Sukinoko for me. Oh, God. Sukinoko real. It's so good. But yeah, that turns the horseman into a headless baby on a frog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he still chases them. Yep. He does not stop. He does not stop. Uh, and it's not like a baby-sized baby on a frog-sized frog. It's like a man-sized baby on a horse-sized frog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of these cards basically do nothing. And then Shaggy runs off a ledge and drops the cards, never to be seen again, which is a dang shame. It is so sad. It was such such a good idea. Such a good bit. Like, that's some... That feels like a series of jokes from the Phantom Toll booth. <laughs> One of my favorite books. That's a Cassidy fact for you. <laughs> so, Jack gets grabbed by the horseman, because Shaggy had fallen. Um, and then the horseman just puts him on his head, and Jack basically loses all autonomy. Yeah! autonomy it's like he becomes the horseman the horseman just takes over all of his personality yeah and like the pumpkin catches fire and does like all the spooky stuff um and then they corner shaggy and then scooby tarzans in and grabs jack from the head yeah and shaggy takes off and then jack leaves them to a covered bridge because the horseman can't cross covered bridges Mm mm-hmm which I'm pretty sure is like a real thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't sure. know any much about the Headless Horseman. I'm fairly certain that that is a thing that is part of that uh, thing. Meanwhile, Fred, Velma, and Daphne. They're looking for Sh- Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy and Scooby have disappeared on them. Yeah, so they head back to the carnival, which is completely abandoned except... <sighs> this tent, tent is glowing. Yep. Kredsky is uh, doing evil things. And yeah, so he's just going to town with like some wind magic. Yeah. Yeah. He starts uh, calling the Goblin King on the magic mirror from earlier mm-hmm. that he stole. And uh, Fred, Daphne, and Velma are, you know, watching this. Yeah. And so he's like... Ah, yes, Mr. Goblin King. I have this fairy. Would you like to trade this fairy for your scepter? Yep. At the clock tower. At midnight. At midnight-ish. Uh, and Velma's like, ah, real magic. She faints. I'm going to faint. <laughs> She's fainted for a long time, by the way. Yeah. This is like, this is almost curtains on Velma. Yeah. Um, but so now Fred and Daphne, at the very least, know the stakes of what's going on. Fred immediately says, oh, we need to go set a trap. 
At the clock tower. At the clock tower. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back in the fantasy zone, Jack takes Shaggy and Scooby to a witch's hut and he's like, all right, I'm going to leave now because I don't want to be turned into a pumpkin pie. <laughs> you know what? I think that if he was still alive, Rodney Dangerfield would have voiced Jack in this movie. <laughs> hey, no respect. No respect at all. I hate working with that guy. <laughs> you get a coat like that, they give you a free bowl of soup. Ugh. <laughs> uh, um, but he's like, all right, even without those magic cards, you have the most powerful magic of all. Courage. Because you saved me from the horseman. Shaggy does say, okay, that wasn't courage, that was panic. Ah, whatever you call it, it's working for you. <laughs> and he goes off. Uh, he tells them to keep it unreal and happy Halloween. Yep. Inside the hut. Uh, the witch is just sort of hanging out and saying potion rhymes. And when Shaggy and Scooby are in the doorway, she like wiggles a finger and causes the door to butt them in. Mm-hmm. Um, of note, amongst everyone, we've got the witch, we've got an owl, and we've got a cat. Mm-hmm. Yes, some traditional witchy animals. Yep. Um, and the witch, you know, is like, hey, Shaggy, eat some potion. Yep. And then he turns into a snail. Yep. She's like, ah, should I added more dragon tooth? And then she drops an entire dragon tooth in there and then feeds it to Scooby, who turns into a mouse. Yes, much to the delight of the cat, who immediately starts yes. to harass him. Uh, and this is so cute. Uh, Scooby, who is a mouse, immediately runs mm-hmm. to Shaggy, who is a snail, and crawls into his shell mm-hmm. like it was a shirt from earlier it's so cute and then shaggy the snail just like starts trying to book it (laughs) as fast as he can yep Uh, and the owl turns into a real witch and is like bam turn back to normal there you go yep and then the cat also turns into a witch they were just chilling in their animal sonas yeah and you know they you know try to like they do some subtly spooky stuff like saying, we'd love to have you over for dinner. <laughs> I want to talk about these witches' designs real quick. Okay. So the main witch, who I'm assuming is the main witch because she does all the important stuff, mm-hmm. her face looks kind of like it's made out of wood, but it's hard to tell if that it's because it's made out of wood or it's because she's old. Right. And has like wrinkle lines that feel the same way a tree bark do. Gotcha. Um, but she's sort of got like a gaunt face. Um, and is like witch spooky. Uh, the other one is sort of like um, like a more tra- like a mixture between a traditional witch and Miss Grimwood from Witches Go or not Witches Go School School. Mm. Um, that's sort of like you know rounded, a little bit older, mm-hmm. has like a hooked nose or something. Uh, and then the other one looks like a hex girl. Yeah, the other one is basically just a hex girl. And I'm like, is she their daughter? <laughs> What's the situation here? It, um, oh gosh, what is the, what is it called? It reminds me of the Maiden Mother and Crone kind of mm. uh, situation. I don't okay. know if it is necessarily like that, or if it's more, uh... What is, what was, what, you literally brought it up earlier. 
Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus. If they're just... Uh, Hocus Pocus, they're all sort of like the same level of... They're sisters stuff. in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So it might be kind of Maiden Mother and Crone situation. Honestly, I could see them probably doing that. Like, I, I think someone who did that probably... Like, anyone... Someone who works on this probably would have put that in there. Right. Like, there's there, there's some stuff going on in this movie that makes me feel like the people who made it were just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, between the spells and the fang face joke. Yeah. And basically everything that's going on in it. It's just a fun yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, so the witches will give Shaggy and Scooby directions, but they have to do something for them first. Um, <laughs> because the weird stuff's going on with magic, they have to cancel their Halloween night broomstick ride. And you should never break a broomstick spirit, because then they just don't work the same. So Shaggy and Scooby have to take a sad broomstick out for a ride. <laughs> broomy! Broomy. I really love Pouring Broomy. for Broomy. Broomy's a real one. Yeah. Uh... uh so they go on uh, the broomstick ride, and they're actually just going to where they need to go. That's the directions. Yeah. yeah, so their plan is like, okay, the witches are like, the witches are also having a fun time just like letting Shaggy and Scooby ride their broom. Yeah. They're just having a good one. Yeah. And so the main witch is like, all right, here's how you ride the broom. You lean forward to go forward, back to slow down, left to right. To hold on steady because this one's a little wild like she's telling them how to ride a horse <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the other one gives them potions to they'll, they'll need to get into the castle made from scratch scratch being a person that is now or a being of some kind that is now buried in their front yard yep pour one out for scratch ah <laughs> uh, and basically they're like yeah okay so broomy will take you to old oak grove and then the fairies will take you from there to the castle and then the main witch tells them to write, <laughs> which I'm almost like, hmm. so if Shaggy is related to magic users, hmm. does he know her? No, I, I, I mm. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. But it, it is like, even as a joke, a weird thing to say. It is weird. Like the way she says it isn't in a joking way. She's like, and don't forget to write. Yeah. Um... But then, yeah, we get that flying sequence where they're sort of heading the right way. Um, and this sequence kind of felt to me like a slapstick version of a scene from Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, a little bit. Huh. Like, it's only slapstick for a little bit, but then it's just like Shaggy and Scooby riding a broom and having fun. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the Goblin Patrol. <laughs> they're back. They're back. This time in pog form. <laughs> and they try to shoot them down. Um, and then Broomy catches fire and starts spiraling down. Aww. And then Shaggy and Scooby wake up. Crash landed in the city of fairies. At this point, I was like, how long were they knocked out? Because yeah. it's possible that it is past midnight now. It's not. It's maybe it was like an hour or two. I mean, I'm going to say it's not because by the time they get to the castle, it's almost midnight. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Broomy is Broomy. wicked broken. Broomy, no! It, and Shaggy and Scooby are like real sad. Yeah, it's very sad. 
they must have had like a really fun time with this broomstick. Yeah, like Shaggy and Scooby are like it's so weird the energy that Shaggy and Scooby have in this movie, yeah. and I love it so much. It's so good. Um, so of the fairies we're introduced to, we've got Sparkplug, Honeybee, and I might have mistyped this. Uh, Tiddlywink was it? Tiddlywink. Tiddlywink. Um, like the game? I think Tiddlywink's a game. I don't remember. Eh. Uh, but the fairies will help Broomy, and Broomy is taken yeah. off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shaggy and Scooby fill them in on the whole goblin situation, and the fairies are like, "Oh, you'll never get into the goblin's castle. They're hosting the goblin rave, and that's like the biggest party of the year." <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby are just like, oh, we know how to crash a party. <laughs> oh. uh, and so they take them to the goblin graveyard and there's like a one-way secret elevator that goes down. It dings. It's so funny. Yeah. So they have to go alone. No fairies. So when they get down there, we see the castle. And uh, this entire time, for some reason, I thought it would be like a castle built into a mountain or just in some way like it built into the ground. Mm. But it's underground in a way that there's a large cavern and there's just a castle inside the cavern. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I just thought it was strange. A little bit. Um, and there's a line of monsters we see waiting outside to get in. And the goblin patrol's like, hey, no, you're not on the list. No one's getting in that's not on the list. Hey, the list. Mm-hmm. You want I to explain the chat? Uh, the, wait, what? Oh, that was a fairly odd parents joke. Oh, okay. Uh, the popular, when uh, Timmy wishes to be popular. Oh. The, there's a popular section of the school bus and there's a bouncer there and he's like you want i to explain the chart oh okay he pulls out a chart i didn't hear chart right and i was like what are you oh. talking about it's because i i said it funny yeah oh gosh okay <laughs> uh. um so for Jaggy and scooby they need disguises and they're gonna use the potion yeah, they don't have the cards anymore, and they already used the disguise card anyways. Yep. So, they drank the potions. Yep. And, uh... Hmm. Let's talk about these disguises. It's Velma and Daphne. It's Velma and Daphne. It's, like, it's kind of weird, by like, a lot. It's very weird. Yeah, it, and, like, we know, we see later that it is just, like, a wig. Yeah. It's, it's odd. But it also, like, makes Scooby short enough to be Velma's height. It's weird. It is so weird. But yeah, it's like, basically, if Shaggy and Scooby put on Daphne and Velma costumes. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the goblins at the gate are like the, Oh, you're pretty, go on in, I'll add you to the list, hey. <laughs> and when we get inside, I'm like, no wonder there's so many monsters outside. There's only goblins in here. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense for something called the Goblin Rave, <laughs> but still. But still. Inside the rave, uh, Shaggy and Scooby see the Goblin King and his scepter, and he's on his throne. And they also see a clock, and they're like, oh man, there's only five minutes left until midnight, and we still gotta get out of here. <laughs> so, I don't understand 
the whole stealing the scepter thing? Well, the thought process is if they steal the scepter, then, and Kretzky doesn't know about it, then they have the scepter, and as long as Kretzky doesn't get it within, like, the next 10 to 15 minutes, they're golden. I guess? I just, why not just tell the Goblin King what Kretzky's plan is? Well, because they think the Goblin King's evil. I, I guess. That's the only reason why. And apparently, like, the Goblin King has sort of, is like, almost Palpatine-level of villainy, in a sense, because he does have the Goblin Patrol, and making sure, like, and they're, like, busting down speakies and, and stuff. It, like, it is, I guess. like, a level of villainy, but also a level of villainy that could just be just a monarch. I, I suppose, you yeah. You know? It's... It's weird. It's strange. Um, As we learn later, the power dynamics of this universe are weird. They're very strange. I don't get it, but it's alright. So, there's a song here. Yes. In this rave, that is the best song. Uh, yeah. So, Shaggy and Scooby run to get the scepter, but they're pulled aside by the goblins from the door, and then we get this musical number. <sighs> it's a good one. All of the songs in this movie are pretty good. Uh, but tell me, why do you think it's the best one? I think it's just because I'm very biased to this kind of m- m- music. Mm-hmm. It's like my go-to music is this kind of jam. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like Shaggy and Scooby get into it for a little bit and they start dancing. Hey, um, and then there's only one minute left. I have a question. Uh-huh. Was the creeper in here? Yes. The- um, I have a picture of... The creeper is in here multiple in this movie multiple times. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Scooby Doo villains from the past have are in this movie Jeez. actually. That's so wild. Um, but I have a picture of Shaggy and Scooby in their disguises at the gate, and we there's like a the creepers back there and a weird radical vampire of some kind. <laughs> like, I sent you the picture. I think maybe. No, I didn't. I don't think so. You did. I sent you all that stuff about... I could have talked about the Banana Splits movie. That could have been news. Oh, well. (laughs) You'll just have to Google it on your own time, audience. (laughs) Have fun with that. Um, But yeah, so there's one minute left on the clock. Uh, They dance up to the throne, and Scooby steals the scepter. Yeah, he gets it right in the Goblin King's lap. Yep. Yep. Uh, his wig falls off. Um, and so he kisses the Goblin King as a distraction, <laughs> Bugs Bunny style. Yes. Uh, and they make a break for it. Mm-hmm. Throughout the castle. Uh, but- And they're being chased by every goblin ever. Yes. Uh, they get cornered, and the Goblin King gets it, gets the scepter back. Mm-hmm. And he- urges them, urges the goblins to go off to cause mischief because it is Halloween night, and it, the the look of this is very, uh, fly my flying monkeys, fly. Yes, so it's like the midnight, it strikes midnight, and that's the start of the goblin hour, mm-hmm. which is the sequel to the witching hour. <laughs> I don't understand, like, they say it's the goblin hour, and then he sends all the goblins off can the goblins only go over to Earth during the goblin hour? Apparently. Because okay. they get called back. Like, the connection from, like, Earth and the Halloween spirit realm and, like, 
how you can cross over is weird. Because yeah. Wallace, Sean, almost seems to live there, but he's only here during Halloween. But it's unclear if it's Halloween night only, or if it's all day on Halloween, yeah. or like what the deal is. It's weird. But yeah. Like, most of the goblins leave, and then Shaggy and Scooby are stuck into a tower dungeon. Mm-hmm. While the king goes to make a deal. Trap doesn't work, unfortunately. The, gro- the yes. goblin king goes to the clock tower. They do the whole, oh, we're going to do an exchange. You know, Kredsky, you are out of your depth, you mortal wizard. <laughs> Fred and Daphne. Not Velma. Mm-hmm. Yes, Act- Velma is still... Incapacitated. We find that out later that Vilma has just been in the mystery machine this whole time. Um, mm-hmm. They activate the trap, but uh, Kretzky dodges, and the trap yeah. captures uh, Goblin King instead. Yeah. So this trap is like, it's not a net. It's a series of ropes strung together that is kind of like a net. Yeah. But big. Yeah. And like. It's hard to describe, it's so but it is. An, it's the most net you could be without being a net. Yep. But it traps the Goblin King, not Kredsky. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred and Daphne manage to save the fairy, um, but Kredsky still gets the staff and turns into a goblin, and then he turns the trapped king into a goose. It, it's so good. It is so good. I saw that and I just laughed so much. Oh. Uh. Honk. Honk. Press Y to honk. Uh, uh, it's like then, the fact... Uh, d- Goblins making mischief. Goblin King gets turned into a goose. Oh, it's so good. Untitled Goblin King game. Yep. Uh, so Fred and Daphne run away with the fairy, I think. Yes. They still have. It, the fairy is in the hat. Yes. Um, we um, cut to the dungeon, and mm-hmm. Scooby and Shaggy are very sad. I didn't write down any mm-hmm. details on what oh. they say. Yeah, they're just mostly like, man, we we had a good chance here to save the day, but we messed it up. But look on the bright side. Look at all the cool things we did and how courageous we were. Yeah, it's such a good moment. Like, Shaggy... I just wish we had one more chance yes! to save the day. Yes! Shaggy says this, and it's like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You know what this feels like? What? The end of Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Oh man, it kind of does. Jeez. We're screw-ups. Oh... <laughs> uh, Truly, they are the greatest detectives. <laughs> um, but the fairies show up. Yeah, because save. Shaggy wished to have one more chance. Yep. They get rescued from the dungeon. Um, and guess who's back? Broomy is back! Broomy's back! And guess who's back? Jack! Jack is back! It's Jack! <laughs> uh, so the gang's all here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they fly off to Earth. Uh, meanwhile, the Crud King teams up with some goblins to attack Fred, Velma, and Daphne. And Velma is waking up just as they have to get out of the van because it's being turned into the monstrous machine. Yep. 
I, I will say the monstrous machine proceeds to chase um, Fred, Daphne, and Velma. And I mm-hmm. was kind of sad that there wasn't a moment where uh, it was a soothe the savage savage beast kind of moment. Because mm-hmm. that's their car. Yeah. I Also, I want to say that um, based on the art that I have for this film on the cover and on the DVD itself... <laughs> I thought the monstrous machine was going to show up really early. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more of a deal. Oh, jeez. Nope. Um, Five seconds. But Fred does say the phrase, now that is something you just don't do to a guy's van. <laughs> as Fred, er, as Velma and Daphne have to physically restrain him from attacking Krudsky right then yes. and there. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and then they get chased. Mm-hmm. Through the carnival, and we get a classic hallway scene. Yes, we do. And then the van plows through a stand of stuffed Scrappy Doos. <laughs> oh, did it really? I didn't see that. Oh, you missed the Scrappy Doos. I missed the Scrappy Doos. Oh no! Hold on, I'm going to get a picture of the Scrappy Doos. Please do. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed that. I must have been writing down I'm notes. I'm so mad you missed that. Actually. Oh. Oh, I can't believe this. Okay, I need to send you a second picture afterwards. Oh, no. Okay. There's the stand. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. (laughs) How did I miss that? I I was definitely writing down notes. And there's another scene directly afterwards. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Get wrecked, Scrappy-Doo. See, that was a fun use of Scrappy-Doo, too. Like, there's nothing, like, inherently bad about it. They're just like... We need something for the van to destroy. <laughs> Why not it be like one of those stuffed animal booths? Okay, now what kind of stuffed animal we got? <laughs> what about Scrappy Doo? <laughs> Perfect. So, as after they get chased by the monstrous machine, Fred, Vilma, and Daphne hop onto the Ferris wheel, and then the monstrous machine stops them as soon as they get to the top. And we see, shot for shot, the same scene from before of the future. The horrible future. Um, Velma gets turned into a werewolf. Fred, I guess, gets turned into a vampire? Yeah. There's there's a funny... uh, Apparently his clothes change, too. He's kind of hot as a vampire, I'm just going to say. I think it's the slicked back hair. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Daphne gets turned into a witch. Yeah. Um I'm I'm going to go ahead and guarantee you mm-hmm. that werewolf Velma probably so- turned someone into a furry. <laughs> she's she's yeah. Yeah. Cuz like she's very hot. She, uh, not even that specifically like she just looks like a furry. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't have like the werewolf thing going on. It's like this is what if Velma was a dog. <laughs> Yes. Oh, gosh. But after this happens, who could dare stop me now? Da, 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 da. That's the wrong do. <laughs> it's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's not Melvin-Doo. <laughs> remember Melvin-Doo? <laughs> I do remember Melvin-Doo. Oh, gosh. Pour one out for Melvin-Doo. <laughs> um... So, uh, Scooby and Shaggy and Jack and Broomy show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they fly past him and cause him to get dizzy. 
and they dodge his cool energy ba- blasts and uh they throw jack and jack catches on fire and does a massive explosion yes it's so cool and scooby-doo grabs the scepter and then scooby-doo turns into a goblin this time as opposed to the last time he grabbed it yeah that was weird and maybe it's I don't know why it happened. Maybe it has to do with not being in the Halloween dimension. It might be. It might be. Um, Scooby looks uh, like a dragon, kind of. Yeah. He looks like, um, uh, let me Google it. Uh, he looks, he reminds me of the dragon from Pete's Dragon. Oh, yep. Um, the original animated, not the CGI remake. Yeah. Uh, Kretzky is also still a goblin. But Scooby-Doo changes everyone back to normal except for himself and frees the fairy princess Willow and the Goose King becomes the Goblin King again and he takes his scepter back and turns Scooby-Doo back and traps Kredsky. Uh And he says the line, Princess Willow, the trouble you have caused tonight is inexcusable. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Daddy. Surprise. It's a da- daughter. So, I don't understand how this works. Yeah, it's it's strange because it's like the goblins are very clearly the dark magic. Fairies are very clearly the light magic. They both say as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else is sort of like in the middle. Mm-hmm. They're sort of existing in the world of two energies. Um, Maybe it's different stages of life. We don't see any old fairies. This is true. And we don't see any old goblins. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it works. We just see goblins. I don't think goblins have ages. I think goblins are just goblins. I think goblins are teenagers. Mm. That's where I was going with this. Okay. I don't know what uh, the next stage of life would be. Uh, Becoming a king. I guess so. The goblin king. Yeah, it's it's strange, and it doesn't need to be brought up, because this is... Fantasyland. Yeah, uh, and Willow gets grounded for a year. Yep. But he's very glad that she's okay. Yeah. Uh, and the king sends Kredsky to Goblin Heck, and calls back all of the goblins and sends them home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack is all burnt out, so Gibble picks up the head and the broom. Um, and it has Goblin King relight Jack so he can say goodbye. Yeah. And then all of the magic people just leave. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy and Scooby are like, man, we're never going to forget this. And the Goblin King's like, yeah, you're right. You're never going to. But everyone else is. Yeah, and he says a magic spell. By the shining rays of dawn, all memories of this light, or sorry, all memories of this night, be gone. Yep. And then... Sh- <laughs> We see Fred, Velma, and Daphne just sort of, like, gazing into the middle distance as the sun rises. <laughs> and it's like they wake up. Yeah. And Shaggy and Scooby drive the van up and are like, where have you, where guys, have you guys been? been? <laughs> and they hang out for a bit at the carnival as they watch it get torn down. Mm-hmm. Um, Velma's like, it's silly to believe in fake stuff even for one night a year. Oh. And then- yeah, oh, it's their... That that gets brought up because I think Daphne says, don't you think we're getting a little too old to be participating in Halloween things? Mm-hmm. And then Velma says that. 
and then Shaggy says something about courage or whatever. It's weird how the two sentences relate. Yeah. He's like, you never know where you'll find your next scare. Yeah. Um, while he's looking into what looks like the magic mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the headless horseman appears in the mirror, Shaggy is rightly scared. But it's just Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's extra funny, too, because after he, like, when the headless horseman does show up, he's like, oh, it's that headless horseman guy. Yep. That was chasing us from before. Yep. And the gang does not, like say anything about Shaggy's weird statement. Nope. Uh, but then Scooby-Dooby-Doo. The end. Yep. Scooby's head pops out of the neck. Yep. <sighs> so this was a really good movie. I love this movie. This is like, I would watch this again and enjoy it again kind of movie. Yeah. This is a good heckin' movie. Yeah, it's fairly solid. It's got a different energy than anything else Scooby Doo really. If that I think that's what makes it a good Halloween special. Yeah. It's very see, I think the thing is is that it's very like um those Scooby and Shaggy only movies. And Scrappy. Um Yeah. But in this case, it's not just them, it's just they're the focus. Mm-hmm. They're and like they're yeah, and like the two parts of the movies are kind of split. We don't get to see much of the second part. Um, but you know that in that other part they're building traps, they're doing their investigation yeah. stuff. We don't need to we don't need to find out what exactly they're doing because we know. That's not the mystery. Yeah. That's not that's not mysterious. We get to see Shaggy and Scooby's adventure instead. Cause that's new and exciting. Yeah. We don't get to see the Scooby and Shaggy stuff often. We see the mystery stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So how about that hero's journey, huh? Yeah, so let's break out the hero's journey and take a look at it. Yep. I have a picture here of a cycle. I'm going to say the steps out loud so we can make a list here. Yep. Uh, we're going to... I just I feel like we're doing an unraveled We are. Now. We basically are at this point. But you know what? All right. If it fits, it fits. Because here's the thing about this is I ended this this movie thinking, okay, so Shaggy is just a witch now. Yeah. I mean, I think he was a witch beforehand. I think he like, because he was like, yeah, this is a magic spell. I'm going to read the spell and do the thing. Yep. I was thinking of it in terms of coming into his own power. Yeah. I'm going to send you this picture that I'm looking at. That's easier than me writing it out. So this has got two hemispheres. Top is ordinary world. Bottom is special world. There's a world navel. That's unimportant. I don't know why that's labeled. (laughs) All right. um, So first step here, we have the ordinary world and the call to adventure. Their hook. I feel like this first, like arc mm-hmm. of the call to adventure meeting the mentor mentor and supernatural aid those first two things happen at the same time yeah they do i think that's when krudsky shows up and gibble's like hey take these magic cards yes and then we have the trials and tests and that's everything up to getting to the castle i think mm-hmm. approach the innermost cave that's when they're in the innermost cave <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ever meet their shadow self. I don't. Which is a weird statement. I don't think we're looking at the same 
kind of thing. Like the one that I posted. I see the one that you posted, but I found a different one. Yeah, send me yours because the one I saw on Wikipedia wasn't like well labeled, and this is like too labeled. Right. Let me crap. All right. It's not an image, but it has the list okay. labeled down. The list below. is better. Um. So we've got ordinary world. So they're just regularly just going, um, being, mm-hmm. you know, Halloween goers. Uh, and then they have the call to adventure, which is mm-hmm. when they meet Kretzky and Kretzky's all weird and they, well, I should say, they find out that Kretzky is, has stolen Willow's magic. Um, mm-hmm. and the refusal. They refuse, like, you know. Yeah. But that happens really quick. Um, mm-hmm. Meeting with the mentor would be Gibble. Gibble gives them mm-hmm. the cards um, and sends them off to cross the threshold. And they cross the threshold. Yes. Literally, basically, by riding the train. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is the hero's journey. Yeah, they have the test their allies, their enemies. Yeah. Um, and they get to the castle and they try to steal the scepter and they get the scepter um, and then they die. <laughs> and then we get the resurrection arc and they return and they get the thing. Yeah. Like, it's like there stops being like a lot of bullet points after you get to the ordeal. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard for me to say anything like they die and they come back. Yeah. But like if it, it's literally the hero's arc, hero's journey, and I think that's fun. It's like yeah, this mystery thing's going on, but Shaggy and Scooby are going on a literal fantasy adventure. Yes, it's so interesting. It's like the, I think there. Like, this movie would have been good without any of the voice talent it has. Yes, exactly. Because like a lot of the voice talent doesn't even get used. Mm-mm. Tim Curry has very few speaking lines, and the ones that he does have, I don't recognize as Tim Curry immediately. Yeah, it's like he he doesn't um go ham as much as he usually does. He's just Wayne Knight was pretty good. Though. Yeah, it's it's such a good movie. What the heck? I was expecting the reluctant werewolf again. I did not get that. I was expecting like Legend of the Vampire. Yeah. So yeah, where are we gonna put this on this list? That's what I'm counting right now. All right, um, how does this movie compare to Scooby Doo on Zombie Island? I would say it's better. I okay. agree. So Hard agree. I will say a lot of the time I lean toward, oh, was it a good mystery? This didn't have a myst- a mystery. But then again, Ghoul School doesn't have a mystery. Mm-hmm. So. I was going to say Pokemon Detective Pikachu doesn't have a mystery, but it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Cyber Chase barely has a mystery. So, yeah, Cyber Chase just doesn't have a mystery. Um, all right, what's next? Uh, ghoul School. <laughs> yeah, I. Mm, here's the thing. I do enjoy it a little bit more than Ghoul School. This, like, it feels like they refined the Ghoul School idea. Yeah. Um, ghoul School felt like a series of shorts put together. Like a series of individual one-off episodes set in like a like a mini series. Ghoul School, modern day Ghoul School would be a mini series. Yeah, like six episodes, maybe eleven minutes each, 
or something. Right. Um, this is like we made a movie. Yeah. And we're feeling like we're messing around with the same themes and ideas and the same energy almost. Like this is like a little bit more fantasy adventure than just like fantasy slice of life. Mm-hmm. But I, it's a fun ride. It is so much fun. All right. Uh, so, how does this compare to Pokemon Detective Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time this has happened. Yes, it has. Um, dang. Uh, I want to say better. I do want to say better. Yeah. Like my brain. Like we've. I've only seen Pokemon Detective Pikachu once. Yeah. Back, back when it was in theaters. And my brain is not telling me that I enjoyed it nearly as much as I enjoyed this film. Yeah, that's actually what what's happening here is like I'm trying to think in terms of re rewatching it. Uh-huh. I would greatly enjoy re doing that again with Goblin King. And I yes, I want to see Detective Pikachu again, but do I just want to see Detective Pikachu because Pokémon? I think that's the case. I don't yeah, want to like- watch Detective Pikachu <laughs> Just to watch it for itself. Like, here's what I'll say. Pokemon Detective Pikachu had good bits. Mm-hmm. And it was a good it was a good first foray into a live action film with the setting. Mm-hmm. Um Goblin King in its entirety has such an energy to it <laughs> that I love. It's yeah. a good energy. It's so good. Feed me this energy. Yes. It it makes me sad that there aren't more movies like it, more Scooby Doo yeah. movies like it. Because man, I want to, I want to know more about uh, Shaggy the Witch and his familiar Scooby Doo. For real, send us your fan fiction. Yes, maybe if you oh. send us your fan fiction, I will, I will guarantee at least one bonus episode of us reading it. Yeah. I'm making that statement now. <laughs> I don't care if Lava agrees. I'll do it myself if I have to. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I would love to do that. That'd be so much fun. All right. Um, uh, how does it compare to Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase? I have yeah. negative feelings about Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase Aww. is the thing. Um, not I do in think that, it's like, I think it's a bad movie. I think there's just like, when I think of Cyber Chase, I also think of all the parts I didn't like. Ah. Uh. I do like it better than Cyber Chase. Yeah. How does this movie compare to The Witch's Ghost? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Oh, God. I want to say it's better. I want to say it's better. Cass! Uh, Oh, no. I know you do. I don't think it is. Oh. Like, there's a good energy to it, but also, like... I. The witch's ghost is like my version of everyone else's zombie island. Ah. Like a lot of people just love zombie island because, oh, it's so spooky and different and edgy. This time the monsters are real. (laughs) Should we make a shirt that says this time the monsters are real? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It only comes in red. (laughs) Perfect. Um, uh, Uh. But, like, Witch's Ghost also has the, a lot of the energy that this movie has to it, I think. Gotcha. Like, it it has the mystery. It has two arcs. Mm-hmm. And one of them is much shorter. But there's, like, the the brief actual mystery arc. 
there's the much shorter, like, hey, guess what? We've got a twist. Mm. Um, Tim Curry's performance, I enjoy more. Mm-hmm. I in, agree with that. Which is Ghost. It has the Hex Girls in it. That's true. And introduced right. the Hex Girls. I can Speaking concede. of which, as we're recording this, it's the Hex Girls' birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, Hex Girls. Happy birthday. Um, and I think as a birthday present to them, which is Ghost should still be one number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can concede uh, you've brought up some very good points, and I agree with them. Um, I just here's really what I'll say, though. Movie. Yes. I don't want to just make it be like, I like Witch's Ghost, so I'm making it be number one. I think I'm going to let people take the floor and make their case. Okay. Um, so if you tweet at us with your thoughts, I will I will guarantee I will take them into consideration and we'll come back to this next month. Perfect. Um, not to say I, I may not agree with your statements, but mm-hmm. I'll take a look at them and listen to what people say. I think what I'll do is I will rewatch Witch's Ghost. So I yeah, I need before. to do that anyways, for yeah. reasons. Yep. But uh, for now, our new number two is Scooby-Doo Goblin King. <laughs> I thought it was another reluctant werewolf. It's it's like the opposite. It's the exact opposite of anything I was expecting. Oh, you know what would have made this number one? What? If they mentioned Chicken Cordon Boo. <laughs> Oh, uh, so our list as it stands, 19 movies strong. God. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Scooby goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights. Alien Invaders. Loch Ness Monster. Legend of the Vampire. WrestleMania Mystery. Zombie Island. Music of the Vampire. The 2002 live-action film. Mask of the Blue Falcon, Moon Monster Madness, Ghoul School, The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost. Woo! Goodness. This continues the trend of real monsters being higher on our list. Yeah. Yep, indeed. Huh. It's All just right, more uh... interesting, I think. It's not always more interesting, but, like, because it is different from just, like, making a Scooby-Doo episode, Mm -hmm. they do different things. Mm. Um, Like, a lot of problems I think we end up having with some of the stuff is, like, it feels like an episode that went on too long. Mm. Um, Well, at least I know that specifically was one of our problems with uh, Legend of the Vampire. We'll see if that changes. We're going back into a regular movie next time. Yep. Uh, with Monster of Mexico. Uh, maybe with guests. I'll have to double check. Um, oh man, you already have next year's all set up. I mean, I have two from for next year. Yeah, Someone asked to be on an episode and, you know, or some stuff. Perfect. <sighs> Goodness. All right. Do we have uh, anything we need to talk about now? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. One, we got to do plugs. I almost entirely forgot to do plugs. Oh, yeah. That, I thought you meant from <laughs> before that. No, my brain was like immediately like, all right, let's do next time on. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So um, I'll go ahead and mention this now as we get into plugs. Stay tuned on the same feed in about almost a week. 
you know, five days from now on Halloween. Be prepared. Keep an eye on the feed. Keep your ears open. Things are happening. Unless you want to hear it a little bit early. In which case, go to patreon.com slash kids and their dog. Where you get bonus episodes for $5 a month. Um, Sometimes I throw something up there for everyone. Like our very first, I think our Pokemon Detective Pikachu is for patrons of all levels. Um, If you do $1 a month, you get a shout out on the show. As well as getting episodes early. Which actually, you know what? I would be putting it up early because technically it's an early episode. So everyone at any level will get what's happening on the Halloween special a little bit early. I keep saying this pointing at my screen. Like I'm pointing at someone to let them know. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So if if you want to give us money at any level, I will shout you out on the show. Just like Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. And Crash. Thank you, Crash. Thanks, Crash. Like James. Thank you, James. And Tanner. Thanks, Tanner. And Tess. Thank you, Tess. Um, And like I mentioned, at $5 a month, you get bonus episodes. We've got a few of those up there. Um, I just remembered that there was one that we had planned on doing that I completely forgot to set up. Um, um, At $35 or more a month, I will print a CD with episodes of our show on it. And you know what? Whatever episodes you want. We'll get in touch to talk, talk details, but I'd make a CD of episodes and send it to you. And if we hit $50 a month collectively, which we are almost halfway to, Woo. we're like a quarter, we're over a quarter of the way. We'd start doing podcasts on some of the actual cartoon series, starting with the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, and afterwards we'll do polls. Um, and if we hit $100 a month... We'll start Kids and Their Dice, a monthly actual play bonus podcast um, that, for some reason, I've started doing preparation for already and have several spreadsheets. <laughs> so, there's stuff. Yay. Uh, yay. You can find the show on Twitter, at Kids and Their Dog. It's where you post about the episodes, and sometimes I'll I'll say a, a thing. Oh, I should talk about that thing. I asked on Twitter... Let me open Twitter again, um, because I was curious. I said, Cassidy keeps calling herself your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, but what kind of animal do you think that is? And we've got some responses. <laughs> uh, Janine, but spooky, uh, Janine Juliet uh, said, a small bear. <laughs> Tanner said, a gator. Oh, nice. Fantasy Crest said, fox. And Charlie said, a cat, obviously. <laughs> so if you have thoughts on that, just tweet it, tweet them at us. Just You can even just tweet an animal at us with no further context. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I will love that in a month from now when I forgot that I said this. <laughs> that's all the show stuff. Um, Lava, plug your own stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees. L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. And you can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. 
I, I do other podcasts as well, such as Prepod Engage, a podcast about Pretty Cure, and also Ben 10, <laughs> and maybe some other stuff. Who knows? Uh, as well as Hey, Talk, hey Let's Talk About It, and on Twitter at Hey Let's Talk Cast. Um, Precure Podcast is Engage is on Twitter at Prepod Engage. Hey, Let's Talk Cast is a podcast where me, Charlie, and Crash talk about stuff. It changes all the time. Whenever it does update, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog episode that I've been talking about for months now. I still haven't edited it. We still haven't recorded the second half. <laughs> but I promise you, it exists and it will happen. <laughs> I also do video games. You can find those at madlebotanist.itch.io. Um, and that's it i think that's it you seen that owl house stuff uh what it's a new disney show owl house oh i have not seen it no oh i'll send that to you afterwards perfect all right um so until next month when we watch monster of mexico keep it unreal Happy Halloween!